Parks Magic for One is a podcast for all solo Walt Disney World travelers. We'll chat about my trips to the parks, discuss important considerations as a solo traveler, and share resources and tips for your next visit. Make sure you follow Parks Magic for One on your preferred podcast service and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW. Finally, check us out at parksmagicforone.life for links to podcast episodes as well as other exclusive resources to help plan your next trip to the most magical place on earth. Welcome to Parks Magic for One, episode 34. Today's podcast is post four of the WDW of the Past series. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW and visit parksmagicforone.life for episode listings and other great content. Of course, all opinions expressed are my own and Parks Magic for One is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by the Walt Disney Company. Good evening, everybody. This is Eric and welcome to Parks Magic for One. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, sorry for the late episode today. I had a couple other things going on last night, uh, so just got to it today. And uh, it's still Thursday, though, right? Um, so we're we're still sticking to the schedule. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well, adjusting to uh, life of social distancing. Uh, it looks like we're making some small gains in some parts of the country, um, so that's great. Still um, a lot of a lot of tragedy out there, but. Um, hopefully we're, um, we're starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel, I hope. A um, couple things before we get into it. First of all, for those of you who are regular listeners, you may have noticed we have a new intro. Um, we have uh, some new music to go along with Parks Magic for One uh, podcast, and uh, that was uh, something put together by an acquaintance of mine, uh, actually a, um, a friend that I went to college with, and he is uh, currently out on the East Coast and does some composition and uh, plays in a, a band. Uh, his name is Brian Iberg. Uh, his email address is bieberg, E-Y-B-E-R-G, at hotmail.com, and uh, he would love, if you're interested in, uh, in needing any sort of compositions um, or anything like that, he would love to uh, work with you. It was a great experience from my end. I went back and forth with him several times, kind of gave him a general idea of what I was looking for um, and uh, and ended up with what you heard. So uh, very exciting and starting to make Parks Magic for One uh, something special. Um, for those uh, who have been listening in the past, um, the uh, music that I used before was just some um, some uh, clips that I uh, grabbed offline that someone put out there for uh, free to people to use. But uh, I just think it's kind of cool to have your own thing and uh, not have to not have to worry about using other other people's uh, material. So um, I, I appreciate the work that Brian did and uh, certainly encourage all of you to check it out. So again, his email address is bieberg, B-E-Y-B-E-R-G at hotmail.com. And uh, he'd be happy to help you out. So thank you, Brian. And uh, thanks to all of you for listening. This week, or today anyway, I guess, uh, we are in episode four of six from the Walt Disney World of the Past series. We've been talking about uh, each of the parks so far. So uh, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios was Monday. And just kind of going through some of uh, the memories that I had of attractions and uh, shows of the past that aren't there anymore. 
and uh, have heard some interesting things from you all about things that you remember um, that maybe we didn't talk about and a couple of things that we did and you had a, a memory of. So thank you for reaching out and sharing those with me. It's always always fun to hear people um, people's reactions to what we talk about here. So thank you. Uh, also, thanks to a couple of folks. Um, I won't name them out, but a couple of folks who have been um, sharing uh, the podcast information a little more widely on Twitter. I always appreciate that. Uh, it's an interesting interesting family to to become a part of, the Diz Twitter family. Uh, I am just a, a small fish in a, a big lake, big pond. What's the saying? Little fish, big pond. Um, but I certainly appreciate uh, any help I can get from folks sharing things out to a wider audience. So uh, thank you for doing that. Um, so today we're going to talk about the um, past uh, attractions and shows from Animal Kingdom. Uh, it's interesting. I did you know, some research kind of going into um, these last few episodes and just making sure that I had, uh, you know, kind of accurate lists of uh, attractions that had, had been around and, and weren't there anymore. This is an interesting thing. I, um, I there, there aren't that many for Animal Kingdom. Uh, it seems like most of what's gone into Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, has stuck around. And in all honesty, this could be a really short episode. Um, it's interesting because uh, all of the other parks, the parks that we've done so far, there have been a fairly significant list uh, listing of attractions and shows that no longer exist. Uh, and I get it that Animal Kingdom is the newest park, but newest still, it's been around for quite a while. Um, and and so I really expected there to be um, um, a, a more lengthy list of attractions and shows that aren't there anymore, but it's really fairly short. Um, and, uh, and and unless there are some things missing here, but I've gone to several different places, and um, this is this is what I've come up with. So if you have things that aren't uh, that we're not going to talk about here, make sure that you share those with me because uh, I can't for the life of me come up with anything else. But maybe there's something out there. Um, so we're, we're going to start, and there really are only a few, um, and I'll give you, um, I have a couple memories of, of a couple of them, um, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, the one that I was kind of planning on when I was thinking about all this, um, and it's not really an attraction necessarily, but that's uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch, because at the time that I kind of started putting some of this together, um, you know, sort of thinking out what, what I wanted my um, uh, topics to be and that sort of thing for this spring, uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch was was not uh, not a thing. It was closed, and so of course it's you know opened up um, here in the last few months, and uh, it's kind of on a, maybe a little bit more limited basis. It doesn't have quite the um, quite the stuff going on there in um, in the uh, animation experience uh, conservation station area. Uh, they used to have you know the Sound of the Rainforest there. They used to have some more displays. I think they still have the. Uh, kind of the fishbowl veterinary area, but I don't know that they have quite the number of um, animals and stuff on display inside there. Uh, I think they do still have the affection section, um, but uh, there again, it might be might be toned down a little bit. It's been a long time since I've been to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Probably, hmm, I don't know, I'd have to say maybe at least eight or 10 years. Um, and so, although I don't know that a whole lot has changed, except we've lost a few things there, but um, and of course, the animation experience has come in to take some of the place. But uh, yeah, I, I I was thinking that Rafiki's Planet Watch was going to be something on my list of no longer there items, but obviously it's still there in a in a slightly different form. But um, like I said, we've lost a few things out of there. Um, a couple of the smaller ones, uh, show wise, um, there's a there's a parade that I remember seeing once. Uh, again, don't have 
huge memories of this um, necessarily, but I do I do remember watching it, um, and that's Mickey's Gem and Jungle Parade. And that was um, essentially a way, um, it was kind of before there were a lot of character interactions, um, opportunities at Animal Kingdom, uh, from my recollection. And so it was kind of a way for uh, for them to bring um, the uh, the characters, um, you know, the Fab Five sort of sort of characters, into the park um, because they just weren't weren't there in other places, uh, and so it uh, it paraded around um, Discovery Island uh, and kind of made its way back through Africa um, and ended uh, back there, um, kind of in the back of Africa by um, Kilimanjaro safaris, if I remember correctly. And uh, it was it was obviously a jungle themed parade, so all of the characters had um, you know kind of animal print um, clothing on, or, or sort of like um, oh safari kind of clothing on, um, and uh, several several big floats. It wasn't you know it wasn't as long as like Festival of Fantasy or anything like that, to my recollection anyway. Um, it was a relatively short. Um, uh, afternoon parade, I, I believe, is when it happened. So, but again, I think at the time, kind of a way to get characters into it, um, get something for kids to get excited about, because that's always been one of the things with um, Animal Kingdom is that you know it's less of a kid park than um, uh, than Magic Kingdom, just because there aren't as many sort of um, Disney IP kinds of things there. So, um, something to uh, something to to think about. You know how they've sort of started to bring some of those characters back in. Like I said, mostly in uh, character meet and greet um, opportunities. Uh, they have quite a few of those around the park at this point. Um, and then another uh, show kind of thing is Flights of Wonder. Um, closed actually just a few couple years ago, two three years ago. Uh, it was in 2017, I believe, is when it closed toward the end of 2017. Um, it uh, it was a bird show, and it was right off of um, kind of the Discovery um, Island area as you walk into the park, if I remember correctly. Um, and was uh, some cast members with different kinds of birds, and they would uh, you know have them fly over the audience's head, and, and it was an educational sort of thing, but an entertaining kind of thing too. Uh, closed for probably I'd say what the better part of a couple of years, probably, and then was eventually replaced by the Up uh, Bird Adventure, or maybe it's called a Great Bird Adventure, maybe. Um, uh, essentially the same kind of show, except they brought the Up characters into it. Um, make it a little more kid friendly. And, uh, from, from what I remember, there's actually fewer birds in the new version than there were. In, uh, there were a lot of birds in flights of wonder. Um, sometimes more birds than audience members, I think was, was kind of the problem though. Um, and so, um, it was, yeah, it was not very well attended toward the end. And I don't know that, uh, up, uh, bird adventure is all that much more attended, but, um, it's still there anyway. So, um, yeah, so flights of wonder was one that, uh, that went away a couple of years ago. Um, the you know one of the one of the big ones is a show that I have actually really good memories of, but I don't necessarily dislike what has um, has gone in in place of it, um, and that is Tarzan Rocks. Uh, Tarzan Rocks um, was a stage show that took place in uh, it's in the where the Theater of the Wild is now. I believe it was even maybe still called Theater in the Wild. 
which is where um, the Finding Nemo musical is now. But at the time when it was Tarzan Rocks, it was an open-air theater. Um, so after they took Tarzan Rocks out, they rebuilt the theater so that it was enclosed. Um, and, uh, and that's where the Finding Nemo musical is now. Um, but Tarzan Rocks was a great show, um, not only because I, 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 I have never been... Um, I've never been had a real strong attraction to um, the the Tarzan movie or or, or characters um, or um, uh, Jungle Book. Um, I've I've never really had a, a real strong affinity for anything there, and I'm not quite sure why. I don't know if I'm I'm not quite old enough to have you know for that have been a part of my childhood. Um, I'm not sure if that's it. I'm old enough, but um, yeah, so I'm not quite sure. But um, I, I do love the music from the from the movies. Um, I do love the the Tarzan music, uh, Jungle Book music. Um, that was a, a part of it too, I believe. Uh, and and so I I did love the soundtrack from the Tarzan Rocks show. The other thing is, is it was really entertaining. It was like a, I mean, it was a pretty toned down um, rock uh, uh, band performance concert. Uh, but it was it was still kind of a kind of a, a very upbeat, very energetic. Um, uh, uh, musical show. Uh, they had some of the best parts, memories that I have. Uh, they had uh, rollerbladers, I believe. They were on rollerblades, um, and did they had like ramps and stuff out in front, and so they did these these uh, the rollerbladers did some tricks, you know, while the music was going on and everything. Um, very very cool. Like I said, very high energy show, um, and again could take in a huge number of people because of the space of the theater. Um, and I think it was fairly well liked by people. Um, it, it, if I remember, um, I wasn't necessarily in tune with you know. Well, they didn't really have social media and stuff back back then. But uh, when they took Tarzan out, um, there were some people who were definitely you know uh, upset about it because it was such a well liked show. Um, I do really like Finding Nemo, the the musical. Um, I think it's a great replacement. I always, of course, appreciate any time they enclose it and put air conditioning in a facility. Um, so you have to like that. But perfect would have been to keep Tarzan Rocks, but put it in an air-conditioned building. That would have been amazing. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll take what we can get. So um, so Tarzan Rocks was really one of the um, uh, one of the shows that I have the the most um, uh, kind of fond memories of. We talked last time about a, a couple of the shows um, that were in Hollywood studios that aren't there anymore. Hunchback of Notre Dame, that sort of thing. Um, and, and again, I don't necessarily have, have real strong memories of those, but I do have Tarzan rocks. And, um, and so it's definitely something, uh, again, like all of these, you know, go on YouTube, uh, find, I'm sure you can find a recording there somewhere, um, and, and listen to it for no other reason. You don't even have to watch the video. You can just listen to the, to the soundtrack because it's, um, it's pretty, pretty impressive. So, um, that was, that's Tarzan rocks. And outside of those, honestly, there really hasn't been very much that has left um, Animal Kingdom. Um, as I look through some of these, you know, obviously we've added a couple things um, with uh, with Pandora. Um, the um, attractions in Africa, Kilimanjaro Safaris, um, a couple of the exploration trails, Festival of the Lion King. Those, you know, those have always have always been there. Didn't replace anything. Um, Festival of the Lion King did go inside. Also, it was originally uh, in an outside venue, so that's changed. But the show essentially has stayed the same. Um, the uh, let's see. Um, 
Rafiki's Planet Watch, we talked a little bit about it, kind of went away and came back in a, in a modified form. Um, Dinoland USA hasn't changed a whole lot. I think the name of Dinosaur, uh, the ride did change. I don't remember what it was originally, but I don't know that it was called just Dinosaur. Um, you can let me know on social media uh, if you remember what that is. I could look it up here, but I'm not going to. Um, but the, the Dinosaur, the ride has, has stayed the same. Um, uh, the Boneyard, which is the play area there, um, Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama has stayed the same, Triceratops Spin, Primeval Whirl, um, all of those have, have always been around. Um, and then, of course, Discovery Island, It's Tough to Be a Bug, which is the, the 3D, um, uh, 4D show inside the Tree of Life. Um, and uh, the Trails, uh, Tree of Life itself. Um, yeah, so... You know, it, it's it's interesting. Maybe you know, and maybe part of it is just because there, um, uh, you know, there hasn't necessarily been. Oh, and then Asia, right? Expedition Everest, um, Kali River Rapids, uh, and then uh, the again a couple of the exploration trails, the Maharaja Jungle Trek, and so forth. Um, so you know, that's that's really pretty impressive. Um, we can talk about this for a second. That you know, a park. Um, a park that um, you know has been around for as long as um, Animal Kingdom has, f- you know, for only losing what a handful, maybe three or four um, attractions, a couple of which were stage shows that you know eventually got replaced by something else. Um, that's that's really pretty impressive, and I don't know if that's necessarily uh, if it's a reflection of um, um, you know just just how well done it was um, in the first place. Um, you know, I think the, um, you know, it opened in um, spring of, of 1998, I believe it was. And, uh, you know, so you're looking at 20 plus years um, of it being open. And um, Joe Rody, of course, was the Imagineer who um, is responsible for a lot of Animal Kingdom, if not all of it. And, uh, you know, he's, he's known for creating these amazing immersive worlds. And um, he definitely had a vision when he was working on that park. And I think it came through and has really had some staying power. And the, the, however they selected the attractions uh, that they did for that park, um, they really did a good job of selecting the ones that would be around for the long haul. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really pretty impressive. Considering the fact that, you know, we had pages, literally pages, plural, um, of attractions that aren't there anymore from uh, each of the other parks. So, um, you know, that definitely says something about the quality that, um, that you do see in Animal Kingdom. So, um, yeah, kind of an interesting, uh, interesting situation. So uh, the next thing we're going to talk about uh, next time on Monday will be um, Disney Springs. We're going to talk about some of the changes that have taken place uh, in Disney Springs. And, um, and it's definitely changed over the course of the, uh, of the years. Uh, I remember when it was just Marketplace, and uh, I can give you some good memories of that. And uh, I've got some really cool pictures, too. Can't show them to you on a podcast, but uh, we'll kind of talk through it because that was one of my first memories of Disney World was staying uh, in some villas over there by uh, the Marketplace. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Great story about um, what is now uh, the... Um, uh, the paddle wheel, um, restaurant over there. Uh, I'll come up with a name by next time, but, uh, great stories about that too. Cause it was there, uh, even when, when, uh, 
when I first went. So we'll talk about Disney Springs then, and then uh, April 16th, next Thursday, a week from today, uh, we'll talk about some some things in resorts that um, are not around anymore. Uh, this is an interesting conversation as I started to put the list together, some kind of interesting things um, that we'll talk about, just kind of more about how the resorts have changed and a couple of resorts in particular um, that, uh, that I have memories of and how they've changed. And we'll also talk about some resorts that have gone away over the years uh, because there are those as well. So um, in any event, uh, it's going to be kind of an interesting next couple of weeks and um, yeah, it should be, should be good. It's been a good conversation, I think, to kind of talk about um, you know, some of the things that we liked once upon a time, even if they're not there anymore. Um, you know, it's a good time now with all the parks closed to do some reminiscing and, and thinking back about things. So uh, I certainly hope that you have enjoyed um, enjoyed the trip back so far. So uh, with that, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. Remember to visit parksmagicforone.life. That's the number one and then L-I-F-E. Uh, subscribe to the Parks Magic for One podcast wherever you listen. That might include Anchor FM, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. Thanks for listening today. The next podcast will air this coming Monday. This is Eric Hall. Take care and go make some magic for yourself. <laughs>